Bismillah velhamdülillah ve salatu selam Resulillah. Allah Almighty has created the heavens and the earth and created the worlds. He assembled them with precision, indicating his wisdom and perfect knowledge and ability. And nothing is hidden from him so much as the weight of an atom on the earth or in the heaven, and not what is less than that or what is greater than that. He created everything and perfected his creation, and determined everything with precise determination. He created the jinn and he created the humans. He decreed the destinies of the creation and nothing is left unmeasured or unallocated, down to the smallest details. Minds and intellects are incapable of grasping or fully comprehending it. The greatness of Allah Almighty is manifested in His divine will and decree, leaving the Muslim minds amazed and speechless, acknowledging their inability to understand all matters, believing that everything is from Allah and that Allah encompasses everything in knowledge. We have believed in it, all of it is from our Lord. They submit to Allah in His actions, knowing that He is wise and sovereign, and He does not decree arbitrarily. If the wisdom behind His creation is hidden from them, they attribute ignorance to themselves and submit to the wise, the sovereign. However, there are those viewing Allah's decree and destiny with a limited scope of their minds. They view it as if it was the work of a created being without any wisdom behind it. They attributed the Creator to that, which is sheer disbelief and blatant madness. Exalted is Allah above what they say. He is high above all things. The first one to engage in such an act was Iblis. May Allah's curse be upon him. When he saw what all, that Allah preferred the human species over the jinn, he rejected and became arrogant and said, I am better than him. You created me from fire and created him from clay. Likewise, Abu Jahl objected to the Creator and his wisdom when he said regarding the prophethood of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, We and Banu Abd Manaf competed with one another for honor. They fed, so we fed. They carried responsibilities, and so did we. They gave, and we gave, to the point we were like two horses racing neck to neck. Then they said that there is a prophet among us who received revelation from the heaven. When will we attain something like this? By Allah, we will never believe in him or affirm him. And they said, why was this Qur'an not sent down upon a great man from one of the two cities? Do they distribute the mercy of your Lord? It is we who have apportioned among them their livelihood in the life of this world. Applying human standards and concepts to Allah's will and decree is a dangerous trap, as is the objection of the weak souls against Allah's allocation and provision, whereby the Almighty has made some wealthy and others poor and takes the young in their youth before reaching their full potential, and takes children from the hands of their parents. For Allah is in no need for what He took, and parents have the utmost need for their children to remain not knowing the consequences of them remaining. All of this provides an opportunity for shaitan to sow doubts, and he starts by faulting Allah's wisdom and decree. Shaitan would find no pathway or foothold in people's hearts, 
if they were filled with iman, certainty of belief, and contentment with Allah as their Lord, and if they understood that Allah does not decree anything except for a wisdom, and that wisdom may be known or hidden from people, in accordance to the will of the Almighty All-Wise. Do you not view damaging a ship by making a hole in it as an injustice and a transgression? In spite of that, it may become apparent to you that this defect may be the means for salvation from destruction, and this is what befell Khidr with Musa, peace be upon him. As for the ship, it belonged to poor people working at sea, so I intended to cause a defect in it, as there was after them a king who seized every good ship by force. Look at Yusuf, peace be upon him, when he was accused of immorality and imprisoned because of it, so that imprisonment became the way for placing him as a knowledgeable guardian over the treasures of the land. And Muhammad wasallam lived as an orphan without either parent. He was afflicted in his family, wealth, and self. Doors were closed to him and stones were thrown at him and intestines of animals were placed on him. Then after that he became the leader of all mankind, and whoever does not love him disbelieves in Allah and in what was revealed to Muhammad Allah's laws have been established in his creation, whereby deeds of the heart have dominion over physical deeds. So the righteousness or corruption of the deeds is due to the righteousness or corruption of the heart. For the tranquility of a Muslim's heart and placing their trust in their Lord after fulfilling their obligations is iman that all matters are under the decisive will of Allah. Therefore, they put their trust in their Lord free from worry and anxiety. Ibn Abbas bin Abdul Muttalib, may Allah be pleased with him, narrated that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Whoever is pleased with Allah is his Lord and Islam is his religion, and Muhammad as his prophet, then he has tasted the sweetness of faith. And the Prophet ﷺ said, A servant of Allah shall not have faith until he believes in the divine will and decree, its good and its bad, such that he knows that what befell him would not have missed him, and that what missed him would not have befallen him. People's attitudes towards the divine will and decree is astonishing. Consider merchants overcome by worries, fearing the collapse of their businesses from time to time, while others sleep deeply, not bothered to even make an effort, because sustenance has been decreed, and safety lies in the middle path between these two extremes. For the Muslim performs the needed work, and takes the needed measures and places their trust in Allah and cast doubts from their heart after having performed what they are required to do in accordance with the words of the Chosen One wasallam. Keep striving, for everyone will be helped to do that for which he was created. Therefore, hadiths regarding the divine will and decree are remedy for anxiety and pessimism, and not excuses for laziness and inaction. So what would you do if something that you hate happens to you? If changing the undesirable is within your ability, enduring it is stupidity, and contentment with it is foolishness, and if what troubles you is beyond your control, 
Is there a better approach than balance and firm resolve? Is there a better course than contentment and submission to the Creator, who turns ailment into a cure, and a trial into a blessing? Allah Almighty said, Do the people think that they will be left to say, We believe, and they will not be tried? But we have certainly tried those before them, and Allah will surely make evident those who are truthful, and He will surely make evident the liars. And have good tidings for the Chosen One wasallam, said, The pure spirit, that is Jibreel, revealed to my heart that a soul will not die until it completes its term and receives its sustenance. So be conscious of Allah and be moderate in seeking provisions and do not seek sustenance through disobedience to Allah if it is slow in coming. For Allah does not give what is with Him except through obedience. O people, be conscious of Allah and know that Iman in the divine will and decree is one of the pillars of this religion and is the sixth pillar of faith. Those who stray from it have indeed been deprived the guidance of Allah and have not been given success in realizing Tawheed, which is the right of Allah upon His servants. Those going to extremes with regard to the divine will and decree fall into error, whether they exaggerate it or neglect it. The correct position is the middle way, which is the way of the people of the Sunnah and the community, without negligence or excess. As some scholars have said, between excretion and blood, pure milk, palatable to the drinkers. The position of the people of Sunnah and the community is that one must know that Allah has prior knowledge of every aspect of His creation. So He decreed that decisively and conclusively, and it cannot be negated, reversed, removed, or altered. And there are no deficiencies or excess in His creation in the heavens and the earth. What Allah Almighty wills is, and what He does not will is not. And people have a will and resolve subject to the will and decree of Allah. Allah Almighty said, And you do not will except that Allah wills, Lord of the worlds. O Allah, we ask you for Iman in you, your angels, your books, your messengers, the last day, and in your decree, the good and the bad, indeed you are all hearing, answering. هذا والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله